In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So it's good to be back. Uh, today we celebrate the anniversary of Our Lady's apparition at Fatima on September the 13th in 1917. And she said, continue to pray the rosary in order to bring about the end of the war. Of course, the war that she was speaking about was the First World War. And then she prophesied in October, our Lord will come as well as Our Lady of Sorrows, as well as Our Lady of Mount Carmel. And Saint Joseph will appear with the child Jesus to bless the world. In October, I will perform a miracle so that all may believe. And true to her, her word in October, not only did she perform a miracle, but she performed a great miracle, which we now refer to as the miracle of the sun. And she performed this miracle for all to believe. Opening her hands in October, in the October apparition, she made the children reflect on the sun. And Lucia cried out, look at the sun, look at the sun, look at the sun. And believer and unbeliever looked up at the sun, which suddenly penetrated the dark, heavy clouds which hung over Fatima that day, having released much rain upon the 70,000 spectators or so. And what they saw, brothers and sisters, was the most spectacular miracle probably beheld by human eye. The sun appeared to all like a silver disc, and it all could gaze at the sun without straining their eyes. Remember that this is around 12 noon. And then all of a sudden, the sun seemed to tremble, going beyond all cosmic laws. It began to dance in the sky. And it started emitting all sorts of different colors in the atmosphere. One moment the people looked like they were suffering from yellow jaundice. Then they turned red and purple and blue and all various colors. And this lasted for about 10 to 12 minutes. And then all of a sudden the sun seemed to detach or loosen itself from the firmament and began to fall towards the earth in a zigzag fashion, giving off tremendous heat. And filled with fear and terror, believing that it was the end of the world, many repented of their sins out loud. Talk about a public confession. And people begged our Lord and Our Lady to have mercy on them. Others seized with fear for their lives, ran and hid wherever they could. And the sensation during those moments, believing that the sun was about to crush the earth with its huge fiery mass, 
must have been absolutely terrible. Imagine the sun hurling itself towards us right now, giving off tremendous heat, thinking that it was the end of the world. The pandemonium, the terror that would seize each and every single one of us here. And all of a sudden, when the sun seemed to be right on top of them, the miracle ceased. And the sun resumed its normal position in the firmament, shining resplendently. And all the people simultaneously cried out, Miracle! Miracle! Marvel! Marvel! And so stupendous was this miracle that the atheists and the agnostics that were there that day were converted on the spot. And to the astonishment of the crowd, they all experienced them completely dry, their clothes completely dry, and the ground completely dry. And multitudes of sick and crippled people were cured of their afflictions. With the miracle of the sun, brothers and sisters, God set his seal, his divine seal, on the authenticity of the Fatima apparitions and on Our Lady's messages to the world to the three shepherd children. And with the performance of this stupendous miracle, the time for doubting Fatima should have been over. When the Second World War befell humanity, befell the world, for failing to heed Our Lady's requests at Fatima, as she prophesied, Pope Pius XII, known as the Fatima Pope, said, the time for doubting Fatima is past. Now is the time for action. So the miracle of the sun took place right after Our Lady looked gravely at the three children. And she said, let them offend our Lord no more because he's already offended too much. And we may ask ourselves, was the miracle of the sun also a sign of what would happen at a future date if mankind refused to stop offending our Lord and thus fulfill the warning of Our Lady that has not yet befallen humanity, that whole nations will be annihilated? You know, it's interesting to note that the nuclear age, our nuclear age, began on the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Yep, July 16, 1945. And it began in a site called Trinity in New Mexico, where the first atomic bomb was detonated. And today, with the massive buildup of nuclear weapons, many believe that it is this that will fulfill our Lady's prophecy at La Salette when she said that fire will purge the earth. At Fatima, the whole nations would be annihilated. And at Akita, Japan, which is the only country ever to experience a nuclear attack, when she said on October the 13th, which is the anniversary of the last apparition of Our Lady of Fatima in 1973, Unless mankind betters themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment upon humanity. 
It will be a punishment far greater than that of the deluge, such as has never been seen before in the history of humanity. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity. This is not my prophecy. These, this is the prophecy of the Blessed Virgin Mary at Akita, Japan. The survivors, it will it, so, it'll be so devastating that it will not spare neither the priests nor the faithful. The survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. Now this apparition was approved in 1984 by the church, given a full ecclesiastical approbation. Therefore, brothers and sisters, the credibility of this message and prophecy is not to be taken lightly. It was in the same year that Pope St. John Paul II made the consecration of the world, not Russia, the world, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And in that consecration, he stated, deliver us from nuclear war and incalculable self-destruction. Brothers and sisters, Pope Pius XII's words echo with even greater urgency as we truly enter into what we call the end times. Not the end of the world, the end times. Because Our Lady prophesies at Fatima, in the end, my Immaculate Heart will triumph and peace will come to the world. So it's not the end of the world. The time, brothers and sisters, for doubting Fatima is over. Now is the time for action as never before since Fatima. So how do we act? First of all, we act by prayer and sacrifice. In the September apparition, Our Lady said to the tree shepherd children, God is pleased with your sacrifices, which you are offering up as penances in reparation for sin and for the conversion of poor sinners. And our Lord and Our Lady are also pleased with our sacrifices in the economy of salvation, especially in these end times. She complained at Fatima, many souls are going to hell today because there's nobody to pray for them or offer sacrifices for them. And Our Lady even taught us a sacrifice prayer for these times. Oh my Jesus, I offer this for the love of thee, for the conversion of poor sinners and in reparation for the sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Even the angel in 1916, the angel of Fatima said to the tree shepherd children, offer prayers and sacrifices constantly to the Most High. Make everything you can a sacrifice and offer it to God as an act of reparation for sins by which he is offended and in supplication for the conversion of poor sinners. Above all, accept and bear with resignation all the sufferings which the Lord will send you. And so brothers and sisters, offer prayers and sacrifices constantly to the Lord. 
you know, do some fasting. This is our spirituality. You know, I'm fasting at this moment in time for the upcoming election. I'm down to 199 pounds, 99 ounces. I feel I'm on sale at the moment. <laughs> One of my favorite programs on TV, and I don't watch too much TV, is, believe it or not, Hogan's Heroes. Yep, I only found out that there was a program called Hogan's Heroes last year. And I fell in love with the program. So if you want to call me in my place at 10 o'clock, forget it, I'm watching Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> but in the park back there, they're blasting, in the park at the back of my Carmelite monastery, they're blasting music, if you can call it music. You can't even hear yourself think. So what a sacrifice when I hear this music and it's drowning out my Hogan's Heroes. Don't let anything be wasted. Offer everything as a sacrifice. Just in the last year and a half, I've had a stroke. I've had a pulmonary embolism that nearly took my life. I've had heart problems, chest problems, kidney stone problems, back problems, chemical meningitis. And yet I haven't complained once about it. Not once. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity of offering something back for the love of you and for the salvation of souls. And we act, brothers and sisters, by prayer. Can anybody tell me at any, uh, can tell me a time at any previous Republican National Convention when a beautifully habited pro-life, pro-eternal life nun brandished a rosary bead and called it our weapon of choice. And then see the conference end with a stunning rendition of the Ave Maria on the White House lawn. And yet, brothers and sisters, what a stunning contrast, contrast to a not-so-beautifully pro-contraception, pro-abortion, unhabited nun who spoke at the Democratic National Convention a week earlier. There was no mention of prayer, no mention of God by the Marxist Democrats, and whilst Trump, a non-Catholic, honored the Blessed Virgin Mary with song, Biden, the so-called Catholic, fawned at his convention over the sexually explicit rapper by the name of Cardi B. Yes, we act by prayer, especially the prayer of the Holy Rosary, which is the prayer and the weapon of Mary's choice, just as the brown scapular is the shield of her choice. Know that the last apparition at Lourdes took place on July the 16th on the feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and the last apparition at Fatima was of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Queen of Heaven and of Earth. 
And Lucia was asked, why did she think that Our Lady appeared uh, as Our Lady of Mount Carmel in the last apparition because she wants everyone to wear the brown scapular because it's a sign of our consecration to her immaculate heart. At Fatima, she repeatedly asked us to pray the rosary every day, revealing herself as Our Lady of the Most Holy Rosary in her October apparition. Now, whilst the people were witnessing this great solar phenomenon, the miracle of the sun, the three shepherd children alone were privileged to witness several remarkable visions in the heavens, which Our Lady had prophesied on September the 13th in 1917. The first vision was of Saint Joseph who appeared beside the sun. And he was holding the child Jesus in his arms and Our Lady of the Holy Rosary. It was the Holy Family. And the Virgin was dressed in white with a, bl a blue mantle. And Saint Joseph was also dressed in white and the child Jesus in light red. St. Joseph blessed the world, making the sign of the cross three times, and then the child Jesus did the same. The second vision was a vision of Our Lady of Sorrows, and of our Lord overwhelmed with sorrow on the way to Calvary. And the third vision was of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, crowned Queen of Heaven and of Earth, and she appeared in glorious vision, holding the child Jesus near her heart, with her scapular, with the scapular in her hand. These three visions symbolize the joyful, the sorrowful, and the glorious mysteries of the Holy Rosary, which Our Lady of the Holy Rosary at Fatima has requested us to pray every day for the conversion of poor sinners, for the salvation of souls, and for peace in the world. Sister Lucia said, Our Lady told me that the devil is in, is in the mood of engaging in a decisive battle with the Virgin. Now, a decisive battle means a final battle, where there will be one victor and one loser. Brothers and sisters, yes, there will be one victor and one who shall suffer defeat. From now on, we must choose sides. Either we are for God or we're for the devil. There's no other possibility. Brothers and sisters, in this cultural battle, in this great political battle, in this great religious battle, in this great spiritual battle, in this great and final battle, we must choose a side. Are you on the side of life? I set before you life and death, Choose life then. Are you on the side of the Judeo-Christian constitution or on the side of a Marxist constitution? Are you on the side of the gospel or are you on the side of the anti-gospel? Are you on the side of the true church or are you on the side of the false church, the anti-church? Are you on the side of the Christ or are you on the side of the anti-Christ? Are you on the side of God or are you on the side of the devil? It's as simple as that, brothers and sisters. Make a choice.
And I know what side I choose. I choose Mary's side, which is God's side. She is the victress in the end. She is the 12-star general in this battle who was terrible as an army set in battle array against the devil and his followers. And the rosary is her weapon of choice for the battle of these end times and ultimate victory. According to St. Bernard of Clairvaux, he said, the rosary puts the devil to flight and causes hell to tremble with terror. It is the resuscitation of the Holy Rosary that makes Lucifer desperate. He is the sworn enemy of the Holy Rosary. Lastly, you know, I love swords. And I have a beautiful sword dedicated to St. Michael the Archangel. Beautiful, heavy sword. And I use it as a prop to speak about the sword of the Rosary. And I bought it for $240. And I was giving a retreat up in Canada. And after the retreat, they put me up in a hotel, the people who were organizing the retreat. And when I went, to, when I went up to check in, they said, Father, that'll be $30, please. I said, $30 for what? I said, for parking. <laughs> but if you go up to the, ho to the casino upstairs and you put $30 on a card, it's free. I said, that doesn't sound too free for me. I still have to pay $30, but at least you have an opportunity to win your money back. <laughs> so I know nothing about casinos. I was first based as a seminarian in, the, in Atlantic City, and as a seminarian, I would go through the casino floor with my cassock, and you could see all the people's heads turning that thought it was the Matrix gone by. Father, 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 come over here and bless my machine for me. I'm not blessing your machine, I'll bless you, but I'm not blessing your machine. So I know nothing about casinos. So I went to the easiest slot machine I could find at this casino in Canada. And I found one with one bar, two bars, three bars. I said, Mother Mary, you know, I bought a sword last week. For $240. Now, I love swords, but I also wanted to use it as a prop to speak about your Holy Rosary. Show me how pleased you are with me preaching your rosary. <laughs> Win me back my $240. <laughs> yeah, but you laugh. I pressed the button, and what came out for $240? <laughs> And she even worked out the conversion rate from Canadian dollars into US dollars. So a year later, nearly to the day, I had another retreat and I went to the exact same hotel, the exact same ho uh, casino, and to the exact same machine, it was still there. And I said, Mother Mary, thank you for that beautiful kiss last year. You know what, I wouldn't mind another kiss. Press the button and what came out but $240 exactly. So I'm sure if I took a DNA spit test, you know, they can tell you where you're from, just from your spittle, it would come back that I'm 100% Viking. <laughs> I would have loved, let me tell you, to have fought back in the days of the Crusades for Christ the King. Love all those battles. I was watching Braveheart last night because Hogan's Heroes wasn't on, but anyway. 
But brothers and sisters, the sword I love the most is the spiritual sword of the Holy Rosary. It is my weapon of choice. Why? Because it is Mary's weapon of choice. If you choose to be in Mary's blue army to fight against Satan's red army in these end times, you must take up these arms of choice, the Holy Rosary and the brown scapular, if you wish to be on the side of victory. A Catholic without a rosary and a scapular is like a soldier without a weapon and a sword. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.